Welcome to the Soul to Earth podcast. I'm your host, Carrie Koss, a psychic, energy healer, and spiritual mentor. My intention with this podcast is to walk alongside you on your spiritual path, supporting you in accessing your innate spiritual gifts in an authentic and down-to-earth way, making the supernatural more natural. everybody. Today we are actually right on episode five of a seven part series I'm doing on intuitive development. And this is a series I have really enjoyed doing. I hope you're enjoying it as well. If you've been following along, you'll know already what we've covered. But for those of you who are just finding yourselves on this episode and wondering what we've been up to, let me just quickly go through the different episodes we've already done. So we began with episode number one in the series of learning to recognize yourself as a spiritual being, taking your awareness, your consciousness past the perception of just looking at your life from the vantage point of the physical body and incarnation you're in right now and relating to your life just through your ego mind and your emotions, but expanding your perspective, encompassing and being able to pay attention to energy around you and how spirit works around you, beginning to change your perception. The second episode of the series, we really went into identifying the four primary psychic abilities that we each have, also known as the clairs. And we actually also did an exercise to be able to open up and identify this particular, each particular um, ability. There are more than four, of course, but for the um, idea that we're just keeping things as a starting point for all of you to begin diving into your intuitive abilities, we just focused on four. Next, we actually did a journey where we made a connection with your spirit guide. And we talked about how the roles they play in our lives, as well as our own higher selves. And then the last episode we did was really talking about learning to fortify your energy field and the difference between fortifying your energy field from within versus protecting your energy field and what those two mean, how they're different, and how we really need both of them to be operating at a higher, clearer vibration in our lives. We talked a little bit about uh, the law of attraction and how that works as far as your own energy field goes, but also validating your emotions and your journey and your shadow along your along the process. We're not trying to spiritually bypass where we are in our journey. But today we're going to get down to brass tacks a little. And um, this is a topic that I bring up throughout my course, The Intuitive Way. I probably talk about this. I feel like I talk about it to my students like on every single lesson, the importance of it. But the reason I do that is because after doing over 25 years worth of psychic work and doing hundreds of 
intuitive readings, I find that the importance of having a spiritual and psychic journal um, really is one of the most important rituals that you can begin to adopt as you're beginning to open up to your intuitive gifts. And there's a lot of reasons for that, which we're going to go into today. So let's just dive right into the episode and talk about why it's important to keep a spiritual journal. Come into your room and read it and know which boys you liked and what you had going on. And I certainly was the same. I think I probably had one or two journals and I'm sure that they were kind of a half-baked idea where I maybe put in like 10 pages and then didn't stick with it. But at some point in my 30s, I began to really get the information from my intu- from my spirit guides and my intuition that keeping a journal is really important for a lot of reasons. Let's just imagine that, you know, all of us here on earth, I've said this before, my whole, um, you know, my, the thrust of my work is to help support you in opening up to your psychic abilities, but integrating them to be a part of your everyday life. And a lot of very mystical things happen to all of us. And because we don't record the experience, we often can forget about how it actually occurred, what happened. Not only just the big part of what happened, say if you met a spirit guide or you saw a apparition or you heard um, a voice from within give you guidance, but really um, the lead up to what was going on for you and, and all the subtleties of what actually occurred. So I started writing down in my spiritual journal, we'll call it a spiritual journal, because it's not just for recording your psychic experiences, it's also for writing down what you're, you know, what you want to manifest, and what's happening in your life. Um, Because then you can, as you record these things, you can document all of the different parts about, you know, what was occurring for you on your growth journey. So as I began recording and writing down my experiences, I just jotted down anything that came. I, if I had a remembrance of a past life, I would write that down. If I had a message from a spirit guide, I would write that down. If I got some um, symbols when I was meditating from spirit, I would write that down. If I had sort of more of a extrasensory mystical experience with a person, I would jot that down. And going back over my journals, every now and then I do that just to see what was going on. And I realized the incredible nature in which spirit is integrated into my life, even though my mind, my ego dismisses it and tries to um, marginalize it, make it small, and also to um, rationalize it as not being valid. So let's fast forward to um, 2020. Um, I was still jotting down things that were going on with me and Um, before that. And I would still go back through and go, oh my gosh, I was thinking about past lives even 10 years ago, even when I was not in the throes of creating an online course and connecting with students, things like that. It has been incurring this entire time. 
And so 2020, as I'm, you know, I had this, I don't want to call it a second awakening because there wasn't really one awakening for me, but there was a surge of activations and also a call to action from my spirit guides uh, to begin putting my work out into the world solidly to teach and to heal and to do readings for. So I have kept, one of the things my guide said to me is you need to go purchase five notebooks. And my favorite journals to write in, I do like, I have one journal that I have. It's really thick. I, I think I bought it online from probably a company in England and it's a fairy journal and I absolutely love it. I am going to be sad when I'm actually done writing it, but the notebooks I get and the way it works is for me is I literally go into my neighborhood like office supply store, whatever that is for you. And I pick up those notebooks that kids use that are, um, they're not spiral bound, but they're like a closed kind of bound notebook. And they often come in purple and white, excuse me, purple, black, red, green, and all these colors. You'll know what I'm talking about. And so 2020, my guide said to me when we, the pandemic hit, buy five journals. And I just said, okay. (laughs) So I went and I purchased these five journals. And from there is when I got, I was meditating at that point daily. And I was getting a lot of information from spirit. And I was also having these unbelievable experiences on a supernatural level, very mystical level on a daily basis. And I, and I didn't go on an ayahuasca journey in Peru to have to do it. You don't have to do that, by the way. <laughs> um, another, that's for another time. So I bought these journals and then proceeded to really write down everything that was coming to me. And the one thing my guide said to me is when you teach your psychic development program, you must tell your students to get a journal on and to use it regularly. And it's funny because my personality is very, I am a very go with the flow kind of person. And I usually don't uh, have these hard and fast rules that I give people about how to do things. That's just not in my nature. But my guides have driven that home to me. You have to have them keep a journal, just like you have to tell them they have to meditate a certain amount of days a week to get results. So I proceed to, you know, continue on with my own journal experience and have gotten enormous benefit from it. And here's the reasons why I tell my students to keep a journal. So when you first are starting to focus on really opening up to your spiritual gifts, um, and even if they have been occurring for you off and on for years, keeping a journal and taking note of what you're getting, receiving, intuiting, sensing, feeling from spirit helps to integrate and solidify the connection you have with spirit and with your gifts. It is one of the biggest things that we all have to overcome if we really want to open up to our psychic abilities is skepticism and doubt. And also disbelief. And so having the practice and, and the ritual of journaling regularly and reflecting, even if you're only writing down a paragraph about what's going on for you, 
or what you're getting on an intuitive level, it helps to make the spiritual more physical as much as it possibly can. And so when you're feeling the most blocked or stuck or down or doubtful of your, of your journey at any point, having those journals and doing that exercise creates a bond between you and spirit that edifies and um, creates that impenetrable bond of that relationship connection between you and source. It's enormously important. And also you um, it's yeah, there's, there is, there are many, many reasons. One of the primary reasons too, is that as you begin to open up your gifts and we haven't talked as much about this on the podcast, you also will receive channeled information from source, but also your guides and different beings that you're connected to could be archangels, ascended masters. It could be the Rose Council. As I've mentioned to you before, I work with the divine feminine um, guides and they speak to me often. It help when you write things down, it helps you to identify what the, the information is that you're getting, the symbols, um, the imagery, whatever it might be. Um, and it can be channeled through you. So it it can come um, as as you feel uh, its presence begin to come into your space and into your body and you feel an urge, writing it down, scribbling it on a piece of paper brings it into formation. It doesn't just stay stuck in your upper you know ranges, your upper chakras or even in your intellect. It becomes a part of your awareness and your reality. So the channeling part. The other thing is spirit will often speak to you with, um, in, in a lot of funny ways. I've talked about this. They, I, sometimes you get a specific symbol that comes to you often throughout your day-to-day life where spirits talking to you, they might show you say an image of an orchid over and over and over again and can have meaning for you. Just being able to jot that down and being able to, uh, cement that into your day-to-day again it programs your body and your consciousness into aligning with energy source and uh, it helps you have more belief in creating your manifestations it helps you partner with spirit more helps you open up to your guides more helps you have clearer readings helps you be able to be clear on your life journey and whatever you're choosing to do. It's another tool to, again, program your subconscious for spirit. So you're wiring yourself for spirit. So symbols. The other thing is I notice with my clear abilities, you know, um, that information comes in also through activating my emotions and my um, gut feelings. And sometimes there'll be a whole message that comes through with that. So if I'm noticing, say, for example, my legs are tingling, and I'm feeling a sensation. Often, it's easy for the mind to dismiss it and to have your intellect say, well, it's just nothing, I'm cold, or I'm not feeling well, or I'm tired. But I will say, 
99.9% of the time, there's a there's a message there for you from spirit. And just taking a moment to even put it in your notes on your phone or jot it down. It again, it opens that channel for your intuition, in order to say to spirit, I'm open, I'm ready, I'm listening. Because usually, these different sensations we have also are some way that we're picking up on something in our environment, or it's a message for us. So that's another aspect of writing. The other thing is often when we're in meditation and we're our brain waves are in a deeper state of relaxation in that more theta state. That's a time when we receive a lot of downloads and downloads and codes and information. And often, you know, if we don't write things down, we walk away from that and we haven't really integrated in on a conscious level what's actually occurring. Now, this isn't always necessary because if you're up leveling your energy and you're connecting in with spirit and you're receiving those light codes and downloads from your higher self and source and your guides, that will happen inevitably. But it really helps, again, for those times when you just are feeling into your humanness so much that you don't see, you know, you don't see the purpose in it or you disbelieve it or you'll second guess it. It just makes your life so much easier. The other thing is we also, the things that we're going through now on our spiritual path, we never know how that will come into play later in our lives. So if you are right now developing your intuitive gifts, if you're right now opening to spirit, if you're on your spiritual path, believe me when I tell you, you never know in a year from now, two years from now, six months from now, 10 years from now, whether what you're going through will become the platform for whatever it is that you decide to share with the world. You might decide you want to, you know, be a healer, an energy healer. You might decide you want to be a medium and help people connect with their lost loved ones. You might decide you want to be an author. You might decide that you want to be a channel. You might decide you want to be a psychic. You might decide you want to be an intuitive business coach. If you have a reflection journal, a spiritual journal of your process, this will help you at any moment as soon as you decide to pull the trigger to do any of those things that you're not you don't have imposter syndrome that you've been working on yourself the entire time even if you technically haven't come out to be a spiritual authority in any of these areas before it helps you more to recognize I've been on my path for years I mean I've been doing it as a career but I've been using my skill set in order to um, grow in all these ways so it's, it's really, it helps to, again, we need all the help we can get on this earth as humans, spirits and bodies to be able to solidify what we know, the truth about spirit, to be able to usher in that new, new earth reality. Because really the new earth reality is your experience. It's your consciousness. It's your awareness. And if you flood yourself with, you know, with these positive reminders of what you've been doing all along, um, it makes the journey so much smoother as you transition into this like higher state of living, 
the higher state of being. And then, of course, of course, conversely, it also makes it much more difficult and you can second guess yourself much more easily if you're not documenting and you aren't paying attention and doing those sorts of things. So the last thing I wanted to mention is about the importance of also noting spiritual symbols um, and psychic symbols as you develop your intuitive abilities. There is actually a wonderful book, and I think it's written by, I think it's Melanie Barnum. I will put that reference of this in my show notes. Um, it's a book that was introduced to me in a class I took. Um, but it's, it is a way, it is being able to recognize and connect with your spirit team, your higher self and your guides when you're going in to do psychic work and intuitive work, beginning to work with your guides and ask them for symbols for what different things mean. Therefore, making it much more efficient for you to do psychic readings. Let me give you some examples of what I mean. When we're connecting on a psychic level to spirit, we are connecting with energetic frequencies and patterns. We have a filter that we, as we grow as psychics and um, intuitives, that we hope to, that that's coming, when the information comes through, it comes through the filter of our own consciousness. Our own consciousness is something that in my course, um, and in, in general is good to do is to become as neutral and as unbiased and as objective as possible when you are receiving information and then relaying it to your clients or taking it down as a note for yourself. So as when you're working with your guides and your higher self, they're relaying information to you about the person that you're reading or the information you're picking up on. And so having your own spiritual code language through this symbolism helps you solidify and, and um, ground and fortify and strengthen your psychic reading. If you have this understanding of what each thing means when you're reading. So for example, someone comes to you and they want a reading and they are asking about their relationship. This is a very common thing, by the way. And they want to understand more about what's going on with their relationship and how they can strengthen it. As you connect in with that, their aura and their energy field and your guide is working with you and they can literally show you symbols which mean different things. Let's say, for example, they show you a bridge. That's a symbol that you have and you put in your notebook of a bridge. The bridge is your understanding where your spirit guide represents a needing to come together in a relationship, a needing to bridge the divide. And you know that's what it means. And so you and your spirit guide have decided that's what a bridge means. So you have a note of that in your book and you've solidified that in your reading space of that's what it means. The symbol of the bridge means this. Also, 
something as fun as when you see an ice cream cone. When you see an ice cream cone, what does that mean? And it could mean uh, to enjoy life. Asking them to enjoy life more. To spend more time just doing the, you know, small things to enjoy their lives. One more symbol could be a tree. That's one of my favorite symbols, by the way. And that could mean that the person needs to work on grounding, anchoring themselves to the earth, their connection to being in nature. When you have, you develop your with your spirit guide these symbols for what things mean, it creates that more the a seamless flow of validation of your work. And this is what makes you a psychic who is completely comfortable and confident in what they're receiving and they trust the energy and the symbols that they get and they know without a hesitation that this is what they're picking up on. So that's another really important part of keeping notes and journaling is that you can add in your notes section that you want to be able to have, you want symbols. That might be a whole a separate journal that you have with your guide, but that's another thing. Here's another thing too that's important. The more you work with spirit and source, the more you work with guides, the more you're going to come into longer detailed bits of information that may range, um, oh, what, the range of you getting the information about um, whatever the content is, we'll go more to that in a moment, it might take you a week to download or activate or receive from your spirit guide. So let's say, for example, often you have your own business and you want to be able to add in another offering into what you sell or, you know, have for clients or for customers. When you connect in with your higher self and your spirit guide about this topic, you can receive naturally starting a bit of information. And so you, let's say you start day one and you get a good a bit of information about what's your next step and what you're going to do. So high level, you write these things down, put them in your journal, and then you sit with it for a while. Then in between the time when you're going to meditate again, when have another session with your guide, you think of more questions to ask your guide and what, and what um, more in-depth information about how to implement this download that you're receiving from them. Something that you really have a difficult time getting if you're not in state or in meditation and getting on it. Because again, your brain is in a more um, relaxed state. Your consciousness is more open. Your intellect isn't trying to shut down the information you're getting. So you go back in the next time you meditate, a couple days later, let's just say, and you uh, then you get more information about whatever it is that you, the focus is. A few days go by, you get even more information. Or even maybe you have a couple doubts about, say, how you're going to fund this new thing you're going to do. Or if you should bring on other people, right? So you enter back in, day three doing this, and you get even more information. So you can see how we build our relationships with spirit based on time, consistency, and also going deep. 
and also noting what the information is that you're receiving. So this is just another practice of really becoming grounded in your spiritual practices, but also your rituals to opening up your psychic gifts. There's just a multitude of reasons why this is helpful. So what I want you to walk away from today is to think about, first of all, where you're going to get your journals. Uh, like I said, for me, the ones that work the best are the ones that I find. I love writing in them, the ones that I can get from my local you know, office supply store. I buy about five of them at a time in different colors, and then I date them and of when I'm starting them and keep track. So I want you to think about where you're going to get your journal, or you might want to get a couple of really lovely fancy journals or ones that are, some are different than others. So I definitely want you to make a commitment to purchasing those. And then also with that, get some really nice pens that you love writing with that feel really good in your hand, not something you have to struggle with. Because that, believe it or not, that's one of the things that stops us is having, um, you know, knowing where our journals are and knowing and having good pens. Isn't that funny? But it's a really small thing. And these are the ways that also we unconsciously sabotage ourselves. And then I want you to think about how, what the flow and how you're going to organize this journal. Are you going to have a, um, a back section where you keep your symbols? Are you going to have, um, are you going to write down questions before you meditate? Um, are you going to do, you know, how are you going to work with your guide during this time with your journal? It's really up to you, but I challenge you to do it as a practice and to begin again, solidifying this as a routine and a ritual in your journey to become more intuitive. So that ends our episode for today. This again is so fantastic. I love that we're building on all of these episodes and this, um, I would say series together. And please, if you are finding value with this series, with this podcast in general, please do me a favor and make sure that you're liking and subscribing so that you know when my new episodes come out. But also, I'd love it if you could leave me a review. That would be amazing because I'm really trying to get my message out and my course out and my workout to as many women who would be aligned with it as possible. Also, if you would like to... Um, you know, more information about the course, I'm going to leave a link in the show notes. You guys, again, thank you so much for being here and we'll see you in the next episode.